The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? Coffee. It must be because um, it must be good coffee because the thing won't fade out. Uh, it must be good coffee <laughs> because I've drank an awful lot already, uh, but I'm still not awake. Anyway, good morning, folks. It is December. What is it? Thursday, December 15th, 2022. I, I should start by saying uh, I really don't know shit from Shinola. Which could explain why uh, the Shinola that I applied to the desk is starting to smell a little weird. Um, but uh, I have a, and it's been a long time since I've made any predictions. And I've never claimed to be a psychic. And many of my predictions turn out to be completely wrong. I'm just going to preface my statement, <laughs> my opinions of today with that. Don't listen to me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, I feel like today might be one of the weirdest days in the history of weird days ever. Um, As you may or may not be aware, Donald Trump has planned a major announcement for today. He's going to be a superhero. Um... Now, there's a lot of rumors going around uh, about what that might be about. First, before I even get into that, I just want to say that about uh, almost 10 years ago, you know, very close to the actual date, uh, 10 years ago, I think it was in October, Donald Trump was going to make a major announcement at an airport in New Jersey, and he was expecting 5,000 people. And nobody showed up. Uh, The announcement he was going to make was that he was going to be offering $5 million in charity to uh, then-President Obama uh, for releasing his birth certificate. But as he was flying to the airport to meet his gigantic rally... Obama released his birth certificate and took all the wind out of Trump's sails, and Trump was really uh, made a fool of. Nobody showed up to his little press conference. I have the video for that. Let me see if I could just show that really quick. Uh, here he is. Now. Good morning. Good morning. Today, I'm very proud of myself. He's proud of himself. Because I've accomplished something that nobody else has been able to accomplish. <laughs> the, the bullshit. I was just informed has not while changed. on the helicopter that our president has finally released a birth certificate. Now, uh, that's uh, basically uh, took the wind out of his sails. And as he walked to his limo, you could hear America laughing at him. He was a laughing stock. Even the people who are now some of his biggest fans were laughing at him that day. Nobody showed up to his big I'm gonna and listen, he's been known to um promise donations to charity that never appear. I mean this is his MO for fifty years now. Uh so it shouldn't come as anybody a surprise to anybody that he's offering five million dollars at that time, which is nothing. If you claim to be a billionaire, five million dollars is a fucking drop in the bucket, uh, which never materialized. Anyway, so some of the rumors are that, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> uh, he's going to uh, put down a stake for the um, Speaker of the House job, which, again. Shit from Shinola. Don't pay attention to me. 
I think, and I have not listened to any of the pundits. My opinions are absolutely all my own because I do too much thinking. Um, but I think he would win that hands down. He has to win it. I can't imagine any uh, uh, Republican in Congress voting against him for Speaker in the House, except for Kevin McCarthy, who also wants that position. And even Kevin McCarthy, I think, would probably fold because he has this um, loyalty to Trump. So if Trump says he wants it, I think that puts Kevin McCarthy in a really uncomfortable position. I want that. But uh, daddy, daddy wants it. But I want it. Daddy wants it. So uh, there's that. I think Trump would win that. Absolutely win that. And there, I don't know if there's precedent. I have not looked this up. I meant to look this up. Whether there is precedent for somebody who is not in Congress to be Speaker of the House. I know there's nothing in the Constitution that prohibits it. And so if Trump were to be selected by the Republicans who now have the majority in the House, he would be Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House is a powerful position, but it's not the CEO. And Donald Trump has never had a real job in his life including the presidency of the United States. He has never had a real job. When he was president, he spent most of his day watching television or playing golf or going to rallies. He can't do that as Speaker of the House. As Speaker of the House, it's a real job. You actually have to go there every day or just about every day. For And there are times when they're off, but for the most part, it's a real job. You have to go to, you have real responsibilities, you have to understand your role, that's foreign to him. He doesn't know about work. He doesn't know about showing up. He doesn't know living on somebody else's schedule. He's always made his own schedule. So, uh, but I do think that's probably, you know, people are guessing, and I guess we'll find out in the next few hours. Um, But I can't imagine what else it might be other than that. I mean, certainly not... Uh, it, it, it can't be uh, naming his running mate just yet. Um, he is running for president, in case anybody forgot, in 2024. Uh, but to, to announce now would be silly, uh, and it doesn't make any sense. Could happen. Again, Shinola and shit here. Desk, smelling bad. Don't pay attention to me. Uh let me go over and see who's in the chat room. Seems like we got some people over there. William Conway, good morning. Now I gotta ask you a question. I got a uh, a document from you that is called CIA RDP ninety six, a PDF which I have not opened and I'm scared to open. It came from your email. I'm just hoping it's not a virus. CIA kind of puts me off. PDFs always make me nervous. Like if I open them, it's put some kind of virus on my machine. So, William, if you indeed did send that, uh, just let me know that it's safe to open up. (laughs) Uh, We say yes, he says, all the way on the bottom there. Uh, Good morning, old grumpy mama. Uh, Be nice to have an actual name, but good morning, old grumpy mama. O-G-M. Good morning, Kelly. Uh, and uh, William again has some. What is, isn't, isn't he proud of himself every day? I mean, not uh, properly, but still proud. Yeah, he he was always. That's why I laughed when he starts opening. I'm very proud of myself today. Like, what makes that different from any other day? Uh, Ted Nagurski, I think Trump's biggest. Con- Let me read this. One. I think Trump's biggest concern right now is staying out of prison. Yeah, absolutely. I. 100% agree with that. Getting elected would protect him from being uh, that speaker. Wouldn't it? Might. And here's here's how he could completely, as speaker of the house and having the majority, completely defund the Department of Justice. He could do that. It would wreak havoc on the government and every prosecution. And you know, somebody who claims to be uh, pro law and order. There's a lot of. Uh, investigations and, and crimes that need to be prosecuted. Uh, so I can't imagine him doing it, but he could, in you know, in theory, uh, do that. Now, um, why did you write it twice? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, 
Uh, old grumpy mama says, "Oh no, I don't know what about uh, what what that's about." Uh, William says, "Yes, it's um, it's safe to open declassified documents found on their website, uh, CIA stuff." Uh, then I'm not opening that. Come on, if it's something about you, I'll open it. Uh, about the powers of the mind and healing yourself. Are you suggesting I need healing? Uh, Craig says, maybe Trump wants to go. Good morning, Craig. Uh, Trump wants to go for the cycle, executive, legislative, and then finish up in the Supreme Court judge. Uh, no, that, again, is a real job you have to show up to every day. And he can't, you know what? He's never worked a real job, and especially has never been in anything where he hasn't been the boss. And I know Speaker of the House is kind of a boss, but not not thoroughly. You still have to work alongside people. People wait your fucking guts in his case. I mean, let's be honest. The um, Democrats are a majority, but they're not a big majority. Uh, minority, but they're not a huge minority. They're just a couple of seats away from being even. And uh, whatever the number is, um, you know, 200 and uh, I don't know what the number is, but they all hate his fucking guts. Every single Democrat uh, hates his fucking guts. And there's quite a few Republicans in there who actually hate his guts, even though they'll be loyal to him. So I can't see him. And he'd have to move back to D.C. in the middle of winter, uh, not live in the White House. He'd probably live at one of his fucking hotels there, the one that uh, is... Uh, by the post office building <laughs> in D.C. I don't know. I just don't see that happening. Um, so, uh, oh, about the document. Yeah, I just thought it was uh, very interesting. The healing stuff. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I'm sure it is very interesting. But, uh, you know, I've had thousands of those people on. on. I worked, in case you don't know, I worked for, uh, the Barbara Brennan School of Healing uh, in the 90s. Barbara, if you look her up, had written a book called Hands of Light. She was a former uh, research, uh, head of research for the NASA's Goddard Space Flight Institute, who became a hands-on healer, wrote a book called Hands of Light. Uh, she established a school called the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, which I worked for, uh, which is, you know, out there that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna continue to bash them as i have forever and ever i'm just gonna say um crazy shit um maybe trump's announcement is about the big uh issues with andy live stream on uh december 23rd maybe that it's that carl is hooking up with his ex-podcasting partner i guess sam at 1 a 1 p.m eastern time today I don't know anything about that. Uh, or maybe he's still, uh, maybe he found Obama's birth certificate. I don't know. But I do think today might go down as one of the weirdest days in history. I have this uh, real strange feeling that, well, and, you know, it's not every day that uh, um, a former president of the United States comes out with a video showing him as like some kind of Marvel superhero with eyes on fire, promising uh, to be make a, a major announcement about being America's needed superhero. So it's weird in that sense, just to begin with already. I don't know what time he plans on making that announcement, but I'll probably come back to this subject. That's uh, probably often all day long. I'll probably be talking about this. Uh, the other thing that caught my eye in the news, uh, just a few hours now, 10 hours ago now, um, a Russian spaceship, what is rocket spaceship attached to the international space uh, station started leaking uncontrollably and who hasn't, uh, <laughs> um, as two cosmonauts, I still call cosmonauts, uh, two Russian space people were about to take a spacewalk 
they noticed uh, this ship they arrived in that was attached to the space station leaking uncontrollably. And it turns out to be the cooling system for that um, craft. So they can't really um, come back to Earth, really. Uh, they're kind of stranded there. Now, that's not the first time somebody's been stranded up there. They're going to have to let go of that ship and just leave it floating at a low, not a low altitude orbit, but lower than usual orbit. And I would not want to be the person that lands on. <laughs> or maybe I would. Yeah, maybe I would. Um, but so could be a weird day on that front. A lot of weird shit going on up there. There was, when was it? Somebody, uh, a Russian guy in the International Space Station when, I forget what, what it was, that left him stranded up there for like 18 months. Something ridiculously uh, long to be up there by yourself. Something was going on down here on uh, the rock. And I forget what it was. It could not have been the fall of the, uh, you know, the breakup of the Soviet Union. Although I'm thinking it might have been. But I don't think the International Space Station was up then. I'm confused. I'm an old man. Please uh, have some mercy on me in my uh, Swiss cheese memory. Uh, but so it's not the first time people have been stranded up there. But it could make for some weird news on the day. Uh, so there's all sorts of things going on there. Uh, now, um, what else, uh, do we have to be concerned with, uh, today? There is a, of Dykes and Mann scheduled for 2 p.m. today. Uh, that would be, uh, good to see Jamie come out of his, uh, hibernation or wherever he's been. Some weird stuff going on with him. I have to go back to the studio today i have not been there really all week i've been um working here and and, and dealing with some things um i want to put out because uh, maybe i shouldn't talk about what i've been doing but um friday the 13th january uh, uh 13th friday the 13th there'll be some comedy stuff going on uh i'm not uh in allowed to make any kind of announcement about what it is or talk about what it is, but I just want to put that out there. There'll be some comedy stuff going on. I want to put out that for, especially for the comedians. Now you have to get here in New York to take advantage of this, but I do have now at my access, a full production team studio, For uh, for comedy specials, uh, and I do have access to some clubs where we can actually film uh, a comedy special. So I want to put out, because I, you know, Laurie Kilmartin in about, probably about two months ago now, said she wanted to do another special, but, you know, funds, some, she went looking for somebody to fund it. And I actually, at that point, reached out to her, like, yeah, there are because she was saying that there was um she's tired of investing in her own work and putting all her own money behind her own specials and would love it if there were you know somebody and i said you know what there i'm sure there are uh independent people who have studios and teams of uh, professionals who would love to get involved with that and she said i don't well if you know any i said you're talking to one i <laughs> uh, never heard back from her but i do want to put out there for people because i know and i'm not going to put it out there for any fucking excuse my uh open mic micer or somebody's been doing it two years or somebody who can't fill a room or come close to filling a room to produce a special, but anybody who's an established comedian who uh, has the wherewithal to really put on 40 minutes to an hour solid and fill a room. I want to offer services to and uh, what whatever that would look like as far as 
deal, I'm open to anything, including doing it on spec for a piece of the action. I don't know exactly how to reach out to people about that. I don't want to just kind of go on Twitter and, and Facebook and contact all these comedians and say, this is the offer. I'm not exactly sure how to uh, start with that, but it's something uh, um, I, I'm considering. Uh, does Trump have a chance to win in 24? That is a good question. Here's my take on this. First of all, I do think Trump will be indicted. Probably, depending on what happens today, whatever the announcement is, probably before Congress takes uh, it begins its new session in the new year when the Speaker of the House takes the gavel. If he, because I do think if he does say he wants to be Speaker of the House, there's no way the Republican Party will let him not. So a lot depends on that. But I do think he will be indicted very soon, probably be, before February. Um, but if he announces for uh, that he wants to be Speaker of the House, it could happen sooner than that, sooner than January 1st. Um, can he win? I don't think so. And here's why I don't think so. I think I talked about this before, but if, if Ron DeSantis is, uh, serious about running, and I do think he is because he's made, he, this week he started making some, um, overtures about what his platform might be heavy anti-vaxxer and those Trump people are still committed to that and Trump is not Trump himself is not because how could he be you know Project Warp Speed was a Trump initiative to get the vaccines out there so he can't come out he's caught in a place where his people his loyal base are anti-vaxxers and he can't be anti-vax because it's the Trump vaccine but DeSantis has taken advantage of that. And DeSantis uh, is full on board with the anti-vax people. A lot of uh, even hardcore Trumpers have expressed that they like DeSantis. He's got the same policy ideas as Trump, but he's younger uh, and less controversial and um, better looking. Not... <laughs> Who isn't? Uh, so here's the thing, though. If they get caught in a primary and DeSantis is making any kind of challenge against Trump, Trump will then run as an independent, splitting the Republican vote. So, no, I don't think Trump at this point can possibly win the presidency in a general election when it will be running against a Democrat who get all the Democratic votes and a Republican, probably Ron DeSantis, who's going to take half the Republican votes. And, you know, basically, we, we've seen that um, model play out with Ross Perot, where that's how Bill Clinton became president. He basically, Ross Perot ran as a third-party candidate, took away um, all of, or a big portion of George W, uh, George H.W. Bush uh, vote. And... Um, Bill Clinton won with a very uh, small minority, or, you know, some, not a majority vote at all. I think it was 42% of the vote. It was probably the smallest ever in history in 92 because a big chunk of the Republican vote went to Perot. So I think that would, that would happen. Now, uh, William says, depends on how many votes Matt Napo gets. As campaign manager, I'm determined to get at least more votes than Kanye. That's six, that would be 60,000 plus uh, we'd have to get. And according to the last time I ran, it's about 60,000 short of that number. <laughs> I think I, uh, me, I think I'm the only one who voted for me. Unfortunately. And the time before that as well. And, uh, anyway, so, no, I don't think, uh, I do think Trump will be in jail, though. I, or, should I say in jail? Because conviction, 
backup coffee. Oh, that's better. I feel the brain cells kicking in. I do think um, Trump will be indicted. I do think also that it's impossible, literally impossible, for him to get a fair trial. And I don't know how anybody could make a case that he could get a fair trial anywhere in the world. Like, there's no venue in the world where they could find a jury of his peers that doesn't already either think he's guilty of sin or no matter how guilty he is, would, uh, you know, acquit him. Basically, you can't, you can't find a, a fair jury. And that's what our system is, is based on. So even though he's, he may be indicted, and I do think he will be indicted, how the hell do you, do you try him? How the hell do you put him on trial? He can't, according to, to what, I don't know if he can afford. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he ever pays his lawyers. And he can't find a good lawyer now. So the, the person who was uh, his lawyer at the time doesn't seem to have ever gone to law school. Doesn't seem to have ever passed a bar. Now, probably, obviously, she has to have at some point to be, you know, a hanging out a shingle as a professional attorney. But she doesn't seem to understand uh, the Constitution. Just yesterday, she was talking about uh, if Carrie Lake wins her lawsuit, that that clears the way for just reinstating Donald Trump as president of the United States. You don't have to be a law school graduate to understand that can never happen. We just don't reinstate. We don't just say, okay, mistakes made. Biden, get out. Trump back in. That will never happen. There is no nothing in the Constitution that provides for that. There is no law that provides for that. It will never happen. Now, I, whether she's just saying that, or but it seems like she truly believes that. And if so, she shouldn't be a lawyer in, in any way. Oh, anywhere in, in the world. Um, so, there's that. Um, what else is going on? Besides the Russian space thing, which is kind of weird, um, getting hit with a lot. Are you, is it just me? Or, uh, you know, I had a special letter from the Social Security Administration yesterday, not to fall for scams this kind of time of year. But it seems to me I'm getting more scam offers than ever before in my life. And I, there's always been scammers out there. And, but, and especially this time of year, uh, maybe it's because I've hit that special age where uh, they just expect you to fall for um, every stupid scam, like the IRS calling you and telling you you have to come down uh, and surrender or, or give us your bank account number over the phone or we're going to come get you, that kind of stuff. And the guy has an Indian accent. <laughs> uh, but, man, I am getting inundated with every scam known to man and then some not known to man uh lately and it's just like my email box is full i'm getting scam calls that come up as possible spam on my phone but when when it comes on it's a scammer of some sort trying to sell me some kind of bullshit that is absolutely a scam and it's non-stop 24 hours a day i must be on a list of idiots all I can think. What is uh, Trump and Maxwell in jail together like bad Batman uh, premise? Well, maybe that's what the superhero thing is about. Um, you know, that jizzy thing. Jizzy. Uh, that still got me perplexed. Why isn't she making some kind of deal to give people up? I mean, it's not like because you could you could say you could make the case that well she's afraid that she would get killed if she ratted somebody out. 
But I think she has enough evidence to know that she can get killed anyway. I mean, just look at her boyfriend. It's just weird. Uh, even hardcore hitmen, enforcers for the mob, turn rat when their life is taken away from them. And she's not. And that's really, really perplexing. Where did she get the brass to just say, sit and say, fuck you, I'm not talking. Put me in jail for the rest of my life. And again, especially with the uh, the perspective that she has that jail is not a safe place. You can think, well, they can't get me in here, but she knows better. <laughs> she has absolute proof. Uh, that they can get you in there unless unless you believe Jeffrey really did kill himself, and I don't think she really believes that. I think statistically, seniors are targeted more frequently, says William Conway. Uh, that is definitely true. That absolutely true. And why not? Because as you get older, you get stupider. Shinola man again. Um, but I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I think there's a maybe it's a tipping point. Oh, he's this age; he's definitely prime. Like there's a line you cross over where you become stupid enough to fall. I shouldn't say stupid enough because I know some old people, people my age or around my age, who have fell for, fallen for some pretty bad scams. And one uh, lady bookkeeper. She kept sending money. Was, I think she sent in total like $38,000 over like five or six chunks to scammers before she contacted me and said, well, what should I do about this? And she thought it was a legitimate thing. She was, they were draining her bank account in drips and drabs. And she kept falling for it. And I said, I don't want to say her name. I almost said her name. Uh, but the older lady uh, who was in charge of the books for a business and uh, falling for, I think it was an IRS type scheme, scam, uh, if I remember correctly. It was, you know, six or seven years ago now. But over a period of a year and a half, uh, they just kept coming back, coming back for five thousand dollars this day, and a couple months later, uh, six thousand dollars more. And they kept targeting her over and over again. Um, yeah, and shame does keep uh, could be shame. Admitting that she knows uh, makes it more real, and trying to protect her own conscience. Definitely that. There was uh, a time. Oh, I want to say around two thousand nine. My mother was still alive, and she called me and said that my son was in jail in North Carolina and uh, needed to get bailed out. He called her in the middle of the night from his jail cell and said he was, he needed bail money. And I was like, really? What's he doing in North Carolina? And she gave me the number of the uh, supposed sheriff's department where he's being held, where they needed me to wire them money to get him out of jail. And I started to call that number. And then I thought, wait a minute, I'll just call my son's cell. And he picked up. I said, are you in jail? He said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I said, are you in North Carolina? No, I'm uh, two miles away from you. Um, but my mom was distraught at the time. Now she was very old. She was, in her late eighties, mid eighties, whatever. Um, so, but yeah, they, they definitely target older people, but now, and I, you know, I'm, I'm prepared for that. I've been, I've seen the building up, but the, the frequency of it, it's just off the charts. The last couple of, not just the last couple of days, last couple of weeks. Uh, I, I am prone to exaggeration. And I know that. But if I say if I put the number at 150, I don't think I'm that far off of the number of scam emails and phone calls I get per day. 
which is insane. So basically what it means, and who knows if people are even operating in the United States, but it's just how many people just don't fucking want to work and are looking for, if you put that, you know, it's like the, the typical, if you only use your powers for good, if you put all that creative energy and all that um, clever ingenuity that it takes to come up with a, a believable scam into creative work, probably could make a pretty good living legitimately instead of being a dirty, rotten criminal. Anyway, I'm going to go fill up my coffee in just a, a minute. I just want to talk about my YouTube channel. Try, first of all, I was trying to learn about Twitch yesterday from Carl and uh, Husky, Bio, Brett, Brock. And um, I don't think I learned much. They're telling me that I need to, because Twitch is telling me I have 6,006 6, followers. I don't know how the fuck I got 6,006 followers because right now, if I look on Twitch, I don't think I, uh, there's anybody on Twitch, right? Let me, let me see. Uh, oh yeah, there's, there's one person on Twitch right now. <laughs> Hello, whoever you are on Twitch. Good morning. Um, but so where did I get 6,006 from? Who knows? Um, but they tell me I need to stream one, you know, pick out some days and stream only to Twitch which I think is kind of weird uh, because it's a place where I don't have any real presence. And to build up a presence there, I would be cutting off a lot of the other um, venues, platforms, whatever you want to call them, that I'm on. But how do they know? So how do they know that I'm also on YouTube? Are they checking? Are they going to my YouTube channel and saying, hey, is he doing it? They want an exclusive for 48 hours, which is kind of weird. Um, but on the YouTube side, I was, I have to check this, and if I go there, it's going to cause a feedback loop. I was 13 away from 10,000 two days ago, 13 subscribers away from 10,000. And I asked uh, people to help me out to get to 10,000. And now I find that I'm like 20 away. <laughs> I, asking people for help, asking people to subscribe actually made me lose six or seven uh, subscribers. So I'm not getting, I'm going backwards. So I'm not going to ask for help anymore. But um, I think, and I'm pretty sure that this is true. Once I get to 10,000 on YouTube, I can introduce the merch shelf on YouTube. There, we do sell merch, believe it or not. And um, we don't do that bad. I mean, I know uh, my Twitter people have no use for the merch I sell. But the, the guests who have been on Mind Dog TV on the evening program buy that stuff. And and thank God they do. Thank you, people, for... for uh, you know, soliciting <laughs> or not soliciting or patronizing uh, the merch store for on Mind Dog TV. But just to be able to put that on the YouTube channel would be a, a good uh, boost for me. Anyway, I, w I would love uh, that. So uh, I am trying, but I'm asking for it here. I'm not going to ask for it on uh, any of the social media platforms. Um, so I'm torn. I don't think Twitch. I don't think Twitch is for this model of people. Do, I think you have to do something on Twitch. People want to see you. Whether you know, I think just Paul's thing would be great on Twitch because she's always doing something crafty and and like Brett Brock. That is interesting to watch. I know, um, like somebody like Kelly is just trying to look at Brett Brock's face all the time rather than his actual artwork or. Or his body. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe I could go a whole other way and do, look like do a naked dad bod Twitch show. Uh, the fat old man striptease uh, for women who like chubs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I make myself laugh. <laughs> I call myself a chub. <laughs> I really need more coffee. You know what? I'm going to play... Uh, what? 
Brett said had answers to any questions you have. Uh, OGM, I'm sure, would too. You speak for other people. And the chat is fun. Yes, I see that. The chat is fun over there. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Uh, I'm going to play a song really quickly. I'm going to uh, find a short one so I can just run and get coffee and be right back. Because uh, I'm loving the coffee this morning. It came out really good. Uh, let me just get something really quick. Is there, a, is there a short song? I need some more short songs. Um, that's 3.21. Uh, that's No, but that's not a good song. Uh, the kind of guy I am at is only two minutes and 30 seconds. to sleep in late and I'm the kind of guy who doesn't like to wait you can handle that we'll get along just great cause that's the kind of guy I am not the kind of guy who likes to start a fight but I've never been accused of being too polite cause I've got strong opinions about wrong and right that's the kind of guy I Yes, we are back. Thank you for uh, hanging out there while I uh, uh, went and grabbed some coffee. Would you like to have guests from Gen X Talks? Yes, I would. Uh, they are a very popular online presence, and I think they could really help break down be uh, how to be uh, successful making reels. I don't think you can be successful making reels. But yes, I would love to have them on. Now... I just said something pretty controversial there, didn't I? Ooh, look at me, Mr. Controversial Guy. Um, Reels, and I th- thank you for, for pointing me in this direction. There, uh, I got a study from a marketing company this morning, a TikTok um, personality with 13.1 million subscribers on TikTok held a meet and greet at one of their shows. Uh, and zero people showed up. 13.1 subscribers on TikTok. Zero people showed up. Um, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately uh, because running a studio that provides social media services, we produce a lot of reels every single day for all sorts of uh, businesses and all sorts of entities. And, yeah, they get a lot of attention. 
they get a lot of uh, engagement. They get a lot of shares, sometimes comments, likes, all that kind of stuff. But nobody that I can track or analyze is getting any business from it. It doesn't result in any real substantial growth. And marketing uh, analysis after marketing analysis showing this to be true. Um, the short attention span theater. And here's the thing that I'm glad that you brought this up because I was thinking about this yesterday. China has defeated the West. Whoa, that's a fucking statement and a half, isn't it? China has defeated the West. It's in the chess game uh, for the future. We have already been checkmated by China. What do I mean by TikTok? How we are addicted, and it, I do think, you know, this is conspiratorial on my part, and I, I hate to go there. But it is absolutely a lot of evidence that suggests that this is a plot, a planned out conspiracy by the nation of China to dumb down the West with TikTok and get us addicted to short form, ridiculous content. And this is why Reels started happening on Facebook and Instagram. They were all copying TikTok. TikTok was the model for this short vertical video, one minute or two minutes. Um, and now YouTube is going that way as well. The thing is, in China, stupid content is not allowed for children. For, for And they, they block what we see as TikTok with just a stupid, you know, reels, a minute and a half reels, whether it's uh, girls just flashing their, their hoo-ha at you. There's a lot of that. There's uh, guys who are playing half, and girls, playing half-ass songs, a half as they play it well, but they're playing half little segment, minute segment of a song in a reel on whatever instrument they play it on. Or there's really dumb comedy stuff and there's guys putting buckets on heads and women just, you know, ripping their clothes off, to, ripping their shirt off to show you a bikini or whatever the fuck this stupid minute that gets you watching over and over again. In China, they don't have that. Their version of TikTok is science experiments, math, uh, language skills, educational material. So their kids are getting, their youth is getting hooked on mental empowerment, education, thoughts, critical thinking skills, while they are sending us the dumbed down material. Us meaning not just the United States, but the entire West, every, every place out of, so I do think you know, it does sound like a conspiracy theory, but I'm pretty sure China is intentionally dumbing down the rest of the world so that 10 years from now, the only fucking people with a brain left on the planet are going to be young people in China. There'll be old people like me will be in a home waiting for Jello. <laughs> Maybe William Conway will come uh, visit me and sing. Uh, oh, Holy Night, or Mary, uh, have you heard, or whatever uh, whatever he's doing, Christmas, he's putting out a Christmas album. I'm pretty sure he's putting out a Christmas album. Uh, but so I will be in a nursing home, and everybody my age will be. You people will be the age I am now, which is obviously on the downside of um, cognitive uh, strength. <laughs> You will not. You will be at the point in your lives where you can't tell shit from China, and your desk will have a funny smell to it. Or uh, we will have our young people who would just be complete idiots, just looking at the phone, oh, a bucket on the head. Yeah, that's funny. Let's watch again. Bucket on the head. Bucket on. The... Well, well, the kids, the young people in China will be like uh, uh, nuclear fusion. We could do that. So um, I think China has won. I think checkmate. We lose. They win. And I, I do think it's too late to turn back. How are you going? Now, there's this talk in 
the halls of government within the United States about blocking TikTok. It's too fucking late. That stuff is on now Instagram and Facebook. It's the dominant media on Facebook and Instagram and now YouTube with their shorts. Uh, TikTok really are pretty advanced short term. I haven't seen any advanced short. I've seen, that's not true. I've seen a few that um, have some decent content, but those get skipped over. Those don't get, you don't see any numbers where people, you know, I've seen like there's one, this one teacher that has life lessons for kids. And I'm sure if you've watched Reels, you've seen this. Uh, what's his name? I forget his name now. But um, that stuff doesn't get as many views or it doesn't get the millions of views that the, um, the real stupid stuff does. I think we are getting addicted to stupid content. The buckethead stuff gets far more views than any of the um, stuff that has any redeeming value with it. Uh, and so I do think they've won that battle. Now, I will say that uh, people are, um, yeah, Ra Ralph is in the audience. He says, soft hands, I like it a lot. Um, right. There's that content. and But that's what our youth is being stuck on and playing over and over and over again while well, the youth in China is getting science experiments and math problems and language experiments and thought problems, critical thinking, problem-solving stuff. And that's all they're getting. They are not getting any of the stupid stuff. So 10 years from now, we will have young adults, whatever that generation will be called, or 15 years from now, we'll have young adults who are still looking at their phone going, eh. And China will be, and listen, they actually um, did a uh, have an experiment where they got positive gain from a nuclear fusion experiment in China. And if you if you don't understand the difference, uh, fusion, nuclear fusion, is clean energy. It's clean energy from nuclear power. That if we could figure out how to make it work on a, a mass scale is safe renewable energy to fuel the planet. China is doing is working on that kind of stuff. Young people in China are working on that kind of stuff. And we not. <laughs> not. Uh speaking of that, the sun you know the sun, the thing It'll be back in a few months. The sun could be about to become a lot more active if the termination event that some scientists predict come to pass. Our star's solar cycle uh, tends to last between 10 and 14 years and 11 years on average, during which the number of uh, sunspots on its surface waxes and wanes. I'm going to go wax a little bit and wane. I'm going to go wax wane. Where, where, where has Wayne been? Um, the new solar cycle, uh, 25, is, is judged by NASA and uh, NOAA uh, to have begun in December 2019. It's predicted to be a weak cycle, a conclusion based on a number of observed sunspots, areas that appear dark on the surface of the sun. That was challenged by physicists late last year who put forward a different theory based on the sun's uh, magnetism and the Hale cycle, uh, complete magnetic cycle of the sun, which lasts about 22 years. Scientists at the National Center for Atmospheric Re Research, NCAR, predict that uh, when uh, when oppositely charged bands, uh, bands of magnetism collide on the sun's equator, they obliterate each other, they terminate. What does this mean for us? It means... Um, Life is always fragile on this planet, and we never know. You know, we, we they've been talking about end of days forever, ever. And it, watch the last rites. There's a little bit about end of days in there. Why? Um, but you never know. This our Goldilocks planet 
could all end boom like that. It could all, you know, we, we are so reliant on this star that's out there that nobody can predict what's going to happen. We, we've made predictions about it and come and been wrong so many times. So, um, wait, what now, what do we got going on in the chat room here? Here's the jelly on YouTube. Here's Jeffy on YouTube. Here's Jeffy. What's that? Is that a show I'm not familiar with? Kid is making money. Oh, yeah. It's a kid. Uh, Jeffy is making money. Ted says, the reason creators have moved uh, to TikTok is because they can still grow organically. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter make you pay to promote your posts. Um, okay. But what does that mean? I mean, because Buckethead is not promoting his 12, uh, Buckethead, I, that's not his name. Buckethead was like a musician, a guitar player was playing with a bucket on his head. The kid, and there's lots of them, people, a lot, lots of people putting buckets on people's heads in stores, which I have never seen. I think they're all staged, uh, where the kid just goes up to strangers and, and puts a bucket on their head and runs away. I think every single one of those are staged. But that, the kid I'm thinking of has, millions and millions of views on his dopey little uh stuff and he's not paying to get to boost those there's there's no advertising on it you know the way because i i again this is my business boosting stuff you don't really pay to boost stuff unless you're going to get some revenue back from it there's no revenue coming back or it could not possibly be equal or positive gain um by boosting it to get millions and millions of views on it for no revenue coming back, no return on investment. So I don't know that that's completely true. I do believe you're uh, right that uh, TikTok, they can grow organically, but I also see dumb stuff growing organically. The thing Ralph was talking about, soft hands, uh, I like it a lot. Um, that grows organically. That, that guy's not paying to boost stuff. But getting millions and millions and millions of views. But again, turning into no real business. There is no, and I study these things, man. I get marketing sheets every day about return on investment, what works and what doesn't work. Nobody, and I talked to a restaurant owner about this the, the other day, that she's not looking, to, she gave up looking to grow her business. She's just maintaining a business, but feels it's necessary to have that presence because her customers just want to feel like she's there and on social media and be reminded that she's there. So it's not turning into new businesses. Um, you can have 10 K followers on your Facebook or Instagram business pages and only 20 of them will see your post unless you pay to promote. That's true. That's a post, but that's different than reels. And uh, cause those reels, you know how that works. You know, people just sliding through. They, you, a lot of people watching the same one over and over again, and then they'll slide to the next one, and they'll slide through them. But they get those all count as views. Nobody, you know, nobody's paying to boost those, or very few people, unless you have an actual offer, an offer of business in it. TikTok, Kelly says, TikTok is notoriously the worst for actually making money, though. I don't know that to be true. I don't even know the model on how creators are making money. But as business, uh, as a business plan, I think, you know, every marketing analysis says, don't waste your time on TikTok. Um, it's not making anybody money. Again, they, they cited this uh, musician, young musician, independent artist, 13.1 million followers or subscribers. I don't know what, they, what the terminology is on TikTok. But uh, meet and greet, zero people. Zero out of 13. You would think out of 13.1 million. 10 people would show up. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. It looked like a Matt Napo gig at... Um, I don't know. I was trying to think of some giant venue I played when nobody showed. I did play at Stony Brook. Uh, there, there's a theater in Stony Brook. I played there a couple of years ago. Um, booked through a booking agent for it was a Christmas show, and there was two people 
in, in an auditorium that held 1,200 people, there were two people. <laughs> and they were both at least 85, probably older, and falling asleep. They did say that it was great. Whatever they dreamt must have been really good because they appreciated it. Anyway, I have to run. We're at an hour in, and uh, I got some business to take care of. I have more business meetings today. Probably going to be talking about all this stuff. Look forward to uh, the superhero announcement. Uh, Trump, if, you, if you're living under a rock and don't know, Donald Trump is going to have a major announcement about how he has become Captain Marvel or something, some... I am guessing that he's he's going to want to be he's going to say he wants to be Speaker of the House without really thinking through what that means. I think it's Roger Stone's idea, uh, but again, it's a real job, and real jobs are not for Trump. <laughs> he never worked a real job in his life, um, so who knows what the big announcement is going to be? But. Uh, if you've seen the video with the eyes on fire and the uh, superhero costume and him saying, America needs a superhero, I have a huge announcement. It just flash back to that time 10 years ago and 10 years and three months ago where he had a huge announcement, going to have a big rally, 5,000 people out at uh, Teterboro Airport. And it was to offer $5 million to uh, then-President Obama to disclose his birth certificate even though Obama did it an hour before and nobody showed up and Trump walked away a laughingstock. Again, even the people who now suck Trump's dick all day long were laughing at him. What a fool. People have short memories. I remember it very clearly, which is why I played the video earlier this morning. Uh, I'm very proud of myself today. Nobody else was. Everybody else was laughing at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Um, so it was, that's why it was, it was so shocking to me when people started grabbing, don't you remember you were laughing at him? Laughing stock to Anyway, today, who knows what he's going to say? I am betting the speaker of the house is what he's going to say, but could be announcing Carrie Lake is, uh, is going to be his running mate. He could be announcing anything, whatever it is, it's going to be, we'll see my prediction again is that today will go down as one of the weirdest days in the history of weird days. And that's where I'm going to leave you. Thanks for uh, joining me this morning. You people are great. Love you all. Tomorrow, John Lachlan, who owns the Comedy Carousel, who is a stand-up comedian, who um, might be of great value to my friends who are um, looking to produce some comedy tours I think tomorrow's show will be uh, very informational, uh, so please stop by then. Oh, by the way, Mind Dog TV, the evening program for 2022, done, no more. Uh, I'm done with it. I won't be back until Wednesday, uh, January 4th, and then from there on in, I'm only doing Wednesday evenings. I will have, in the new year, a new evening program, which will probably be once a week as well. I will be announcing that. Maybe two new uh, evening programs uh, in the new year. Still got some thoughts going on about a late night show. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your Thursday. Thanks for being here. And don't forget to turn on your radio.
Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.